You're listening to the Take a Breath podcast with Coach Alex Bowman. All right, welcome to the Take a Breath podcast. I'm Alex Bowman and I'll be your coach and host for this and all future episodes. And this is your chance to take some well-deserved time and unplug yourselves from your busy lives. Today, we're going to be talking about a recent blog article I wrote called Owning Your Awesomeness. And this is such a fundamental subject for me as it links with my mission statement for my Clearwater coaching practice. And the actual mission statement is coaching for those that are ready to take ownership of their lives, step into their power and unleash their awesomeness. So let's dive right in. What do I mean by owning your awesomeness? Okay, so did you ever see the film The Matrix? And for those of you that haven't or need reminding, everyone is plugged into a virtual reality world called The Matrix without even knowing it. They're not aware that their bodies are somewhere else and they're living in their thoughts. And their thoughts are exactly how most of us experience our lives. The general rat race, the stresses that we face on a daily basis. And essentially, our bodies are in one place, but our minds are usually somewhere totally different. So within The Matrix, there are a small minority of people that seem to break the rules, do what they like, be whoever they want, learn whatever they want. Their lives are essentially limitless. Now, although this is a crazy sci-fi movie, metaphorically, it resonates deeply with me about our lives and the real world. Most of us are guilty of getting sucked into our work-filled lives and not really questioning what we're doing or really where we're going. And a select few will be rule-breakers, and they'll appear to have the best lives in the world. People will use words like lucky, usually with more than a hint of jealousy, um, to describe these people and see them as anomalies that can't quite be explained. But what if they could? So firstly, to clarify, when I talk about these people that fit into that anomaly category, I'm not talking about the super wealthy or the people with the most glamorous Hollywood jobs or whatever. I'm talking about those people that are doing things that just totally light them up every day. Their work doesn't seem to feel like work because they love it. They have endless drive, passion and enthusiasm. It's as if they were living their purpose. I'm talking about those people that are living a fulfilled life and not settling for anything less. So don't get me wrong, you may already be living your version of a fulfilled life, and if so, you have my utmost respect and awe. But for most of us, the questions just start to mount up. I know they did for me when I was asked what my purpose was, or what my version of a fulfilled life is or would be. Those questions felt so utterly confusing for me. My mind countered with responses such as, how do we know what our purpose is? Surely it's just the job we have at the time, or any responsibilities we have. And in terms of thinking about a fulfilled life, well, this just seems like dreaming for the sake of it. We all do our best to make money and live a good life. Well, my friends, that word good is the enemy of great. Good means that we feel comfortable with what we've got. You know, we can make do with good. So why would you want to risk good? But good breeds complacency. When we look at how spectacular our lives could really be, since being a client and going through coaching training and continuing to be coached myself, looking at my own fulfillment has been like my version of unplugging from the matrix, I guess and becoming one of those guys that can essentially do anything that they want. Obviously, it's not as easy as taking one of those magic pills. There's plenty of work to do, and it's certainly not easy. Otherwise, everyone on the planet would be literally living their dream. So that big question, where do you start? Well, you start with the cool stuff. So 
this podcast, we're going to actually do some exercises. And the first one is, I want you to look back over your life. Make a list of all those things you know fulfil you. What do you love to do? What really excites you? What could you talk to me about for hours? Think about times in your life where you remember feeling bliss or feeling unstoppable or like there was complete flow in what you were doing. What was happening? What were you doing? Where were you? Who were you with? Think about as much detail as possible. Let me give you a personal example of a time in my life and why the detail is so relevant. So for me, one of the most memorable times of my life was the summer of 06. For some reason, everything just seemed totally effortless and I felt awesome. I spent most of my summer at a lake in the New Forest where I'd meet a bunch of friends and I'd go wakeboarding, I'd coach wakeboarding, I'd camp out, we'd have parties and generally just have an amazing time. Now, on the surface, it's pretty understandable why this is a memorable time in my life. However, it's what's under the surface that's helped me define what's important to me and therefore take steps to get more of it in my life. Essentially, we're talking about what some of my values and my passions are. So let me try and deconstruct the summer of 06 for you. Going to a lake and camping shows that being outdoors and in nature is important to me. The fact that the sun was shining and it was summer means that I'm happiest when it's warm outside. I'd love to say hot, but I'm in the UK after all, so you know we don't want to go overboard. Being with close friends is important to me as we enhance each other's well-being and our characters. And there's also something there about sharing an experience with the ones you love. Adrenaline sports like wakeboarding and having adventure are, are really important to me, as there's something about risk-taking and pushing my body to the limit that makes me feel alive. This also means that exercise and keeping in shape is important to me, as it allows me to do these sports that I love, and I love the challenge of keeping fit. And coaching, mentoring, teaching, imparting knowledge, it's, it all fits into the mix somewhere. It's something I'm passionate about. It makes me feel of service to others. And partying, well, partying with people, it's, it's fun. Who, who doesn't love a party? So hopefully you get the idea that by questioning and digging a little deeper, we can become aware of some of our deep-seated values and our passions and what fulfills us. Great. So now what? Right. So firstly, now that you're more aware of the things that really fulfill you, you can now take steps to incorporate more of them into your life. For me, that doesn't mean recreating the summer of 06. I've now made sure that I get out in nature wherever I can, that I bring as much adventure and adrenaline into my life where possible. I keep my friends even closer than ever. I continue to keep fit and obviously party wherever possible. I'd obviously love to say that I can control the sun, but I've settled for making sure that I get at least one summer holiday abroad every year. And by doing all of this, my life already feels more fulfilled, as now I have an acute awareness of what's important to me. And for some people, this is a big enough step. It's massive for people to suddenly become aware of these things, um, because it's something around giving themselves permission to do more of the things that they want to do. That may sound way too obvious for some of us, but so few people put their own welfare first and their wants and their needs. Some would feel that taking this approach would be entirely selfish and just not on their radar. They feel there's such humility in putting other people first, and, and I agree, to an extent. This is where the following phrase really keeps showing up for me, and I resonate with it. Serve thyself before service. 
And what this means to me as a coach and a husband and a dad and a human being is that for me to show up as the best version of myself for other people in my life, I need to be coming from a place of fulfillment. If I don't take care of my own needs, you're not going to get the best version of me and hence I won't be giving my full potential of service to others. Okay, so I've gone off piste a little bit here. So now we've talked about passions, values and all of that, what about this whole living your purpose thing? So now that you've made your list of things that you love to do, it's now time to look at the things that you're actually good at. Think broadly. What physical, work and personal skills do you possess? Okay, so let me give you an example of what some of my list look like. I'm good with people. I'm a deep listener. I'm self-motivated. I'm a mentor. I'm a teacher. I'm a life coach. I'm also a fitness coach. I'm creative. I'm a presenter. I'm a writer. I'm engaging. And I've also got skills in digital design and media and photography and videography. So there's a whole mixture. You know, you get the idea of technical skills and all that sort of side of things. Just throw everything down that you can think of that, you know, you can hold a torch to and say, this is me. So once you have those two lists, it's now time for the creative magic to happen. Where's the overlap between these things that you love and the skills that you have? So let's bring it back to my example. In my case, I found that there are many potential areas of overlap. So if we talk about like my values or passions of loving to be around people or being of service to people, that naturally has an overlap with my skills in being a good listener, being a mentor, teaching and coaching. Because obviously I want to be of service to people, that involves listening. I want to be able to impart knowledge, that involves people. So you can see that, that, that there's maybe a strong or a loose connection there. And then let's talk about my value of risk taking. You know, I love to take risk. Well, I've also got a skill in presenting. So that means that for me, it is quite, it does feel like quite a big risk to stand up there on stage or stand there in front of the camera and present to people. Um, so those two fit together, you know, in not, maybe not an obvious way, but for me, it's obvious. And then you've got my value of creativity. And that fits perfectly with the fact that I've got skills in writing or, you know, all the digital design stuff. So hopefully you get the idea. It's not about making it black and white, but if you can see and justify where they cross over, then this is the beginning of what we're talking about. So you probably have a crazy mess on the page. And now that we can link the two lists in some way, now comes the challenge of figuring out what need there is in the world. What can you provide with your new combination of passion and skills? The area of overlap is where this need will sit and link both your passions and your skills together. So in my case, my skills of coaching, listening, being self-motivated, digital design, presenting, they all link together with my passions of risk-taking, health, fun, creativity, and being of service to people. And it didn't just pop up, but over time it manifested into my Clearwater coaching practice. And I didn't just show up, you know, because it's not obvious that all of those things fit into just a simple coaching practice. So let me try and explain. Firstly, it's obvious that one of my skills and passions is coaching, so I should coach. However, by doing this exercise, it turned into so much more for me. I enjoy creativity and digital design, so I knew that creating a website would really excite me. I also knew that if I wrote articles, 
I'd be engaging with my value of service whilst drawing on my skills of writing, being self-motivated and mentoring. And in light of honouring my value of service, I knew some people don't like to read, so I decided to create a video channel and a podcast along with social platforms to host them on. And this engaged my presenting skills, as well as hugely honouring my value of risk-taking, as I'd never done any of this before, and I'd really be putting myself out there to the world. The best thing about all of these things is it's hugely fun for me, regardless of how challenging or scary they feel at times. The great thing about coming up with things that fall into the value of fun is that I love to do them, so although they may be time-consuming, it doesn't feel like work. So what about those other values that aren't incorporated? You know, those passions and those skills that I haven't covered. You know, where does nature and adventure and fitness come into Clearwater Coaching? Well, they've shown up in an awesome project I have for Clearwater down the line. So I'm not going to give anything away, but stay tuned as you may want to get involved in the action later on. So now let's get back on point with the title of this article. Your outcome to this exercise is your own unique awesomeness that you must own and take action towards if you want to be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if someone else with the same values and the same passions and the same skills come up with the same idea. There's never going to be another one of you. So everything that you do is unique. Now, that doesn't mean to say that you have to quit everything, become a dolphin trainer, if that's what shows up for you. Although you obviously could. However, if it does show up as a new career or a business, it's something that you should keep working at and build as it will turn into something amazing given enough momentum and focused. The outcome to the previous exercise is all about moving towards your purpose. By combining your passions and your skills with solving a need in the world, you're truly owning your unique awesomeness. That also doesn't mean that your fulfilment can't span across multiple roles. Coaching is not my only role. I'm proud to be working for a startup company where I get to be creative, be part of an adventure of something new, do digital stuff, work with cool people, be of service to the organisation and the customers, present to people, teach and listen. I also have the role of husband and dad, friend and son, which I bring all my values and passion to. Being aware of my skills and my passions has allowed me to decide which roles to take on and what ones to reject. If it's not fun, I'm not doing it. So, what will stop you acting on this new information? Well, we've talked about our annoying life companion, self-sabotage, a great deal in previous articles, and lo and behold, they'll raise their annoying, ugly, unhelpful heads again and start screaming down the microphone. Some of the classic hits they'll sing are, I'm not ready, I need the perfect plan, I'm not confident enough, there's too much competition, I don't know what to do, I need clarity before taking action. And these are just six out of the top 100 singles chart that they dominate. And these have all been voiced in my ear, and to some extent continue to be voiced in my ear. So what can you do? Some of you may have the courage to choose whether to listen to their songs or not. Those that choose to acknowledge what they have to say and do the opposite are destined for amazing things. And if you want more information about that, please look at my Transitions in Life podcast in previous episodes. However, most of us will get glimpses of taking action, of what our lives could be like, but then we'll just freeze. Left alone, we're able to kid ourselves and make excuses for staying in our comfort zones and not taking action. 
This is why it's so important to start giving ourselves permission to dream and voice our ideas. Getting a coach will be the best investment you make in your future when dealing with fulfilment and purpose. When you put all of your ideas and your reservations out into the open with someone that can cut through all the fog, show you what's holding you back and empower you to take action, life can be very different. So get a coach. Now, this is not a sales pitch from me. I'd be ecstatic if you engaged with any of the amazing coaches out there in the world, as it's the start of something amazing for you, not me. Many of them do free sample or chemistry sessions where you can get a feel for their style and for coaching in general if it's something new to you. So bringing this article back to the original metaphor of the matrix. Do you take the blue pill and stay in your comfort zone and live a life inside your head? Or do you take the red pill? Choose to see the truth, your unique self, your purpose. Become enlightened, fulfilled and downright awesome. All right, that about wraps it up here, folks. If you're ready to be pulled out of the matrix, discover your fulfillment and start moving towards your purpose, well, you know where to find me. Please visit my website, www.clearwatercoach.com and reach out to me. Clearwater Coach also has a Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn account where you can also contact me. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please, please leave me a review on either iTunes or Stitcher. The more positive reviews or shares on social I get, the more accessible we'll make this show to others in need. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with another episode in a few weeks' time. But for now, breathe easy and have an awesome day.